America is a nation that can be defined in a single word. I was in the foot him uh, foot. Think about that. I want to sit down and cry a river of tears. All the major internets do that. Well, I've got news for you. You're mine now. This is the Brian Suits Show. The show can be defined by a single word. How's, how's the sound for this house? Hey, I'm Sun 70 KTTH. Uh, hey, good morning. It's the uh, 6th of July, 2022. We'll be back uh, in just a second after we get you to work with our right-way traffic. Well, I tell you, these uh, electronic stuffs are really cheap. Uh, I am 770 KTTH. Uh, good morning, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Brian Suits here with producer Greg. And how was uh, how was your uh, your uh, your your whole weekend? It was glorious. Uh, we had the backyard barbecue that we hosted. Had some longtime friends over with their kiddos. Uh, threw the baseball in the backyard. We did burgers and hot dogs. I burned about six hot dogs after not paying attention. Uh, other than that, went off without a hitch. How about you? Spent the weekend in the uh, 3rd Congressional District. The uh, Joe Kent versus uh, the incumbent Jimmy Herrera-Butler's uh, uh, district. And actually the other side, in Hood River, Oregon. And uh, be- just gorgeous weather, beautiful water. Town d- descended on Boomer by, by Boomer hippies. You know what? The Apparently the official vehicle of the Boomer hippie uh, and, and, and high Gen X, uh, hippie is, you know, those Dodge Sprint RV, Dodge Sprint, uh, vans. I don't, you'll, you'd know it if you saw it. Um, <clears throat> it's what Amazon uses for prime delivery. Okay. You know, sure. the gray ones. Yep. 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 Those are generally Dodge Sprints, but there, there's, uh, effectively a clone, uh, that Mercedes has and now Ford has one. That's the official vehicle of the boomer hippie, the silver haired boomer. <laughs> And, and I, 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 they descended on Hood River for for the weekend to, to do all the various, you know, w- windsurfing, uh, wingboarding, which I'd never heard of before, <clears throat> um, uh, uh, kiteboarding, you know, all that stuff. I, I mean, it it was it was like a motorcycle convention of silver haired hippies. Did oh. you want to go all uh, Brad Pitt on them from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Oh, <laughs> just have your way with the hippies. Uh... Uh, totally, <laughs> almost. God, isn't that a underrated movie? Oh, it's his best. It's it's such a good movie. It's so character, good. and it's you character. can tell Tarantino hates hippies. Yeah. Oh my god. And but the thing is, though, <clears throat> these are wealthy hippies. Okay, and then they go, and Hood River is, you know, a constellation of fairly high end restaurants and then junk stores, antique stores. So uh, we were going there so that my my varmint can hang out with her varmint cousins from South Africa, from from Cape Town, who are sure. in town to to scout uh, various universities. And one of the one one of the nephews uh, is looking at track and soccer at Oregon. But uh, they're going to be up here looking at CLU and and you know and all this and so that that was the main issue was was you know letting letting my varmint hang out with uh, with her uh, cousins and that was great that you know it it was a long time coming long time reunion been a couple of years since they've uh, you know had the time to to hang out together but it gave me all this free time to 
get away from you know the ex in laws and and uh, drive around. But but so sitting there uh, in you know various uh, restaurants that had a you know bar or whatever. These are otherwise educated, I, I I think, you know, intelligent people, and they're striking up conversations like, "Oh, can you believe the Supreme Court?" And, and I, you know, I'm I'm not when I'm not being paid, I, I don't run around getting in debates with people. You don't interject. <laughs> I'm I'm a question asker, and and they're they're you know initiating a conversation with me with that, and and I say, well, what what about it? Well, uh, you know, basically outlawing abortion. And, and that's, people really believe that. Yes, they do. Like, that's not what they did. And oh, that's the end of the conversation right right then and there. In Hood River, Oregon, with the ponytailed uh, husband and the uh, sensible, smart uh, haircut uh, wife. And that's the end of the conversation. It, when, when I, instead of saying, yeah, they're out of control. They had a pack, whatever, you know, I, and I'm, I'm not that guy. I don't bend over because I need a friend in a, in a bar. You know, I, I, when someone says something inane like that, I'm, I'm like, well, what about them? Well, they basically are forcing people to have guns and they're, and they're outlawing abortion. What um, you should have done was come in hot with the new Harvard Ipsos poll that found 72% of Americans support bans on abortion at 15 weeks yeah. and nearly 50% of Americans support bans at six weeks. You should have thrown that out there just to cast out the bait and see if anybody bites. Well, you know you know what's really funny is that there, uh, w- w- something that I determined, uh, and I was talking about this last week, is, is that there really is a generational uh, gap in in people who think that all of a sudden all these women primarily minorities are going to be in back alleys getting abortions mm-hmm. and then and it it really killed me that i you know i i told them well as it turns out 95 percent of abortions are women um below the age of 26 the majority of them are white and they take a pill they go to cvs or walgreens they go home they take a pill and nobody was aware of this uh, and, and the, the, I mean, I, I, I wasn't talking to anybody below the age of 40, you know, all, all the, all, all the van driving, windsurfing, silver haired hippies <laughs> are all on their sixties, uh, and, and, and crap. But, uh, and anyway, when, when I got, when I got a certain level of aggravation, I would, I would, um, you withdraw, I, I would, uh, cross the river and explore uh washington's uh, lovely uh, south coast there along the columbia river so i gotta tell you you know amateurs take 80 you cross into oregon you take 84 because you're an amateur or you're you're late pros take the 14 on the washington side of the columbia river man that's a beautiful drive <clears throat> really really beautiful drive um and uh and, and I, I went to the half scale stonehenge and as I said, I had like half my mind blown. Wait, on. is that that's in Washington State, right? Yep. The half scale, yeah, Mary Hill, because it's right near the border, kind of. With it's right, on, it overlooks the Columbia River. And I forget what's the story behind it. Who decided to, to um, make the, a half scale? Ma- the Mary Hill. It wasn't but, Spinal Tap. By the it? way, laugh. Uh, you know, um, it, it's such <laughs> a difference between uh, inches and meters. Um, right. It, it, it um, uh, the Mary Hill. Uh, uh, winery is at the Mary Hill uh, estate after World War One, uh, which was a you know, tr- believe it or not, a hundred years ago, America was fairly traumatized by getting in our our first uh, European war, and the uh, was it Wasco County 
um, the uh, scion of the Maryhill uh, family built a replica Stonehenge, and each stone has a plaque with the name of a young man from Wasco County who died in the Great War. And uh, and that, that's, that's just an interesting historical <laughs> connection there to go take that Germany. Um, there's a half scale Stonehenge with the names of the fallen. And you know what blew me away uh, that I realized that, uh, you know, all uh, for for decades, I, I've been crossing from Washington to Oregon or Oregon to Washington. Um, and there, there's two bridges. There's one in Hood River and there's one be- halfway between Hood River and Portland called Bridge of the Gods. OK. Bridge of the Gods. <laughs> and then there's the one at Hood River. And I, I they're toll bridges. And it's uh, such as 520 used to be. Um, and we, the toll booths are on the Oregon side. And I, I'd never thought twice about it, but uh, I think, what well, was it, Saturday morning, there was no line, and I'm paying the, the $2 toll. And I, I asked the, the woman in the booth, how come there's no toll booth on the Washington side? Doesn't Washington get a piece of the action? And she said, it's a private bridge. Oh. That. Blew me away. So's the other one. The, it's uh, Oregon. Oregon people built the bridge out of pocket and then charged you to cross it. And amazingly, it's well maintained and um, and a joy to drive across. So I I I didn't know this. I did not know this. Um. Uh. Anyway. So uh, fun facts about bridges. Uh. Well, when we come back, uh, I, uh, Stonehenge didn't really half blow my mind. It's, it's a really, really neat thing. You should go there sometime. Really uh, fun thing. What did blow my mind is how corrupt British Columbia is and how all of our fentanyl is coming from uh, from Chinese drug dealers in Vancouver. No, really. <laughs> that, that, that and more in uh, just a second. AM 770 KTTH. Brian Suits here. Uh, New York Times, June 15th, 2022. Lavish money laundering schemes exposed in Canada. This was absolutely hey, uh, AM seven seventy KTTH Brent Suits here uh, with producer Greg. This is this is something that uh, uh, that one would think would be a bigger story uh, here in Seattle as it affects us because of this uh, fentanyl and uh, stuff that's uh, all over. Um, self-professed students were buying multi-million dollar homes in the Vancouver area with dubious sources of income or none at all. A family of modest means transferred at least one hundred and fourteen million Canadian dollars to British Columbia. Uh, loan sharks clean their dirty money by giving garbage bags and hockey bags full of illicit Canadian $20 bills to gamblers who took it onto casino floors. Those were just some of the findings from a long-awaited report into money laundering in Canada's western province of British Columbia, uh, which, after two years of testimony, was finally released by a special commission on Wednesday. Um, m- m- makes me wish we bordered Mexico, <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you. Nowhere... In in Mexico, are the Chinese having the success in laundering money and pushing drugs into the United States than uh, than they are in BC? This is crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Uh, I I had assumed that the majority of uh, heroin, fentanyl, and all that was was coming from the south. Um, uh, illegal marijuana is generally grown. Now uh, in California and Arizona, where they steal water, <clears throat> but fentanyl is coming in from BC, 
And why wouldn't it? Because there's virtually no law enforcement for uh, for chasing down uh, illicit foreign money in Vancouver, um, mainly because there's no foreign agent reporting act. There's nothing even close to in in the U.S. If if a Chinese gangster uh, is is lobbying Congress people, they have to register as a foreign agent. They don't do that in Canada. They don't have that law in Canada because they, they've determined it's too American and too racist. And the result is the Chinese have stopped trying, really, in, in, in the U.S. Because why? Why would you? Why, why don't you do it in Canada? It, the, the, the level of corruption in, in that province is astounding. And, and it, yes, it's affecting us here because this, this is where the fentanyl comes in. So I'm, I, as it happened, by, by coincidence, some people I know were, were uh, driving north back to uh, B.C. Uh, so I spent a couple hours uh, talking with them, catching up, uh, because I'm back in the area. And, and now you can it's easier to get and see relatives that I have up in Vancouver and all that. In, in the case of, of um, the person I was talking to, they're emigrating to the U.S. And, and they, they have a a fairly established career in law enforcement uh, in Canada, but they're emigrating because, uh, because of governmental interference, et cetera, and corruption. And, and here, here's what, what's crazy about it, it. It was always sort of charming and, and hilarious that in, in Canada, uh, I, I had relatives, my cousin Marshall had a satellite dish and he could pay a guy to give him a, a, a card that would unlock every channel, right? There, there was a time when, with a satellite dish, you, you bought a card and it basically, it, it, it unlocked the channels that were on the card. It, you know, in reality, the, your satellite dish is getting every channel. And all you do with your remote is you're filtering out everything but the thing you're watching. And um, and so my my cousin had said, yeah, I, you know, paid the guy hundred bucks and he gave me the other card because the satellite company doesn't know. And, and I thought, oh, wow, you could, couldn't do that in the U S they probably wouldn't offer. And, and it's probably true. And, and, uh, but in Canada, everyday corruption in, in BC anyway, is a very common thing. And, and it, it's come to a point now where it, it, it's so corrupt that their federal government had to, for, for a year, investigate all the money laundering and corruption in Canada. And what it really boils down to is um, the Chinese nationals, uh, under the direction of the Ministry for State Security, the Chinese MSS, um, <clears throat> uh, sell and export drugs into the United States with the money that they make, that they launder through B.C., through uh, several casinos around Richmond and Vancouver, B.C., they fund espionage in Canada. I mean, it's so self-contained. It's it's brilliant, and and it's it's what's crazy is it's based on the Russian model. When the first wave of Russians that came here in the early nineties were gangsters because they were the ones who bribed their way out first. They got in line to leave, and part of the the deal that they made with the. the because the one thing that remained when the Soviet Union collapsed was the KGB state, the state within a state. Um, and they changed their letterhead and you know, repainted the barbed wire and the whole thing. Uh, but they maintained their decades-long ties to the Russian mob. 
Because even at the height of the Soviet Union, the, the KGB internally uh, used Russian organized crime to spy on their own people and just know what was going on. Well, the Chinese have taken that model, and they've taken the, the, the Chinese uh, organized crime system, known as triads, which have been around for hundreds of years. They, they've been here in, in North America for 150 years, in, in, here in Seattle, uh, in Portland, in San Francisco, and, of course, in, in Vancouver. And they, they interoperate with them and raise money. And it, it blew me away to, to see the, the report. It's called the Cullen Report. It came out a couple weeks ago. New York Times with the story. I've seen nothing in Seattle about it. Nothing at all. Because, because you wonder, well, you know, where does the fentanyl come from? Well, it seems like a big gap between China and Queen Anne or China and South Lake Union. It, it comes from Canada. Um, and the, the, the person in a position to know uh said that it is his agency's assessment that what's happening at America's southern border with the flood of immigrants uh is a gigantic strategic deception to put 90% of the border patrol on the southern border which is done and leave the northern border which we, we we're adjacent to virtually unprotected by anything but uh, a, a, a skeleton force of Border Patrol, primarily at I-5, and then the truck crossing, and then the Coast Guard. And uh, it, it really it blew me away. It blew me away to a point where um, I'm, <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to immerse myself uh, in, in, in the topic and, and look into it more, because you, you, you should hear this. Um, uh, as, as I'm looking around, scanning around Seattle media, nothing. Nothing at all about what's happening up north and what what's apparently has been going on for 15 years. But it's at a point now where career intelligence and law enforcement people are either retiring early or they're leaving because thus is such is the interference uh, that, that they have with their jobs. Um, and imagine if uh, half of the FBI and the DEA and ATF uh, and all that uh, just resigned retired you know it would, would, would it tell you that something is wrong uh back in the second am 770 ktth brian suits here am 770 ktth good morning everybody back to work uh well for me anyway uh did uh producer greg here what's our uh what's the email for the uh, text uh app that we use in I, I don't know usually it's automatically signed in on my computer too and i'm signed out as well so well, we're not gonna be checking your text anytime soon everyone i checking my old can, emails where the password is can remember where the hell our login is oh speaking of that by by the way i a very very clever scam is i got a phone call um so i'm i'm in oregon and I'm using my key bank is effectively a local bank. Um, <clears throat> you know, everything is fine. I get a, I get a random call and it comes up as well, it was an 800 number, but, but um, I usually don't, don't, uh, don't answer on, uh, you know, unidentified calls. Uh, but it said that it, I mean, it knew that I was a customer of, the key bank, they claim to be customer service and they were going to check some transactions, which I've had happen before. 
uh, where uh, like something will get rejected and then I have to call and say, yeah, that's me doing it. Right. And the, and so it, but, but they don't, they, they usually don't call you. You have to call them. So that, that was alarm bell. Number one, it didn't go off for me. And then how far did you, they uh, string you along? Here? Well, I want to, I want to go over some transactions uh, with you, uh, sir. And uh, Mr. Mr. Sweets and, uh, then you tell me if uh, you did them. First of all, what what's your username? That is alarm bell number one, right? Um, because what they're doing at that point, and they're going through all these transactions. Um, that of course you don't, you know, you weren't in Pocatello, Idaho, two hours ago or one hour ago, you know, or whatever. And what they're doing is they're distracting you because then they're going to ask for your password, and so that that's that's the scam. And when uh, and like three transactions in, I realized, wait a minute, they already have all this data. They don't need my username. And so when 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 he asked for my password, I just hung up. So that that's a thing. You didn't make a citizen's arrest over the phone. I said, I'll have you, uh, sir, <laughs> place your hands on uh, the, uh, the the countertop uh, there in Bangalore, India, where where you were. And um, yeah, so I I hung up. Uh, on, on that and that that kind of uh the fact that i got that that far into it um so i was in the uh in in washington's new redistricted did um second district quite a bit man i i gotta tell you uh if the eyeball poll is gonna indicate anything uh it's that jamie herrera butler is in trouble uh, for the mm-hmm. primary, and I think the polls show that, right? I, I, I'm trying to find one. It's funny. It's you know, it's covered quite a bit in Portland, and just the signs for. Oh, I shouldn't say second. I guess it's a third. Anyway, it's it's from Grace Harbor. It used to go all the way across the Columbia to Kennewick. Um, and by the way, the correct answer, Clickitat County, Clickitat County is where the Haskell stone hinges, but, um, everywhere I went, even, even out of the, I'm, I'm just out of that district and there's Joe Kent stickers, banners, flags being flown. I'm, I'm maybe up and down I five, you see Herrera Butler, uh, signs or, you know, reelect Jamie Herrera Butler. Um, but that's it. You go off I five, go into the rest of the area, and and this is a it's a Republican. It's a plus five. Uh, you know she went she wins by five five percentage points uh, or more. Um, and, and meanwhile, up here in Seattle for for the Jaipal seat here up here in Elena Kagan's uh, district, uh, Justice Kagan, she wins by thirty six. I mean, uh, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. the the lines are pretty. in the state of washington they're very red or very blue and i I gotta say uh you know she voted uh, to impeach trump and that's that that could be her 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 own news she was one of 10 in the house of representatives and two from the state of washington yeah and um uh, it it could be because the people that vote in the primaries uh, are absolutely um, the ones that uh, that that uh, are influenced by that third district, yeah, third district. Um, so so as I'm driving driving along on the 14, I'm not seeing any 
Herrera Butler signs. I'm seeing can't, 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 can't. So um, in- interesting, um, some say. Many, many fascinated by that. Uh, you know, a real fast way to make sure the Russians don't hand over your uh, freakishly tall, uh, tatted up uh, WNBA players that that uh, are in are in jail on trail for for uh, what what was it uh, illegal essences or forbidden essences <laughs> forbidden essences for for yeah. having a forbidden essence uh, at the airport is to raise her profile. This is. The, the the dumbest thing that you can do is have the spokesperson for the president of the United States say her name out loud, except that for domestic politics, uh, this is this is a winner. This is an issue that is a priority for this president, as you have heard us say before. Uh, and by the way, because Brittany Griner in prison in Russia uh, hand wrote a letter gave it to an embassy official, then they forwarded it to the White House. And and guess what? It says Russian prisons suck. Um, get me out of here. Get me get me the hell out. Pretty much Dr. Dr. Frankenstein uh, in, in the room with the, with the monster. Get me the hell out of here. He believes that any U.S. national that is held abroad or detained or uh, held hostage abroad, we need to bring back safely, and we are going to uh, use every tool that we possibly can to make that happen. On Saturday, uh, Mrs. Greiner spoke with National Security Advisor Advisor, uh, Jake Sullivan. That is their second call in the past about 10 days that they have spoken. Uh, Secretary Blinken also spoke uh, with Mrs. Greiner as, as well recently. I don't have anything else to read out as far a, as a potential call or meeting uh, with her family, but clearly uh, we believe she is wrongfully detained. It is a deeply personal letter. As you know, this president is uh, takes that very personally as well. Um, uh, Brittany Griner talked about the 4th of July, which we just celebrated yesterday, talking about freedom and how how different it means for her. You heard the president's speech, which was also very powerful yesterday. Well, very so, powerful. You know, b- bottom line is they will trade her for the jailed arms and drug dealer Victor Boot, who's been in jail here in the U.S. for about uh, 10 years. We, there was an Interpol red notice on the guy for 20 years, and, you know, he's a he's a FOV, he's a friend of Vladimir. And uh, Putin has wanted him out for a long, long time. And, you know, make, make the mistake, she was taken hostage. You know, it's got nothing to do with the forbidden essences, because you can get forbidden essences in uh, in Russia. It's a, She was taken hostage. And the the second you turn over your network to being dedicated to uh, you know free Britney or whatever, yeah, you're just you're just guaranteeing they're going to want more for her. That's a really good point. I hadn't thought of that, Brian. But you're saying the more her profile gets raised, the more the cost becomes to get her back. Absolutely, and and it means handing over a very bad guy. Uh, back to Moscow, and I mean, there's there's people that uh, you know that that are on MSNBC who are saying, "Well, we get rid of a arms dealer or whatever, um, you know, we we get our WNBA star back." Well, well, you know, the, the bad guys are in uh, have red notices from Interpol and and the U.S. government for a reason. Um, so, uh, so effectively, this is a done deal. It's just a question of the of the price now. Um, you know, she'll, she'll be back by Christmas 
Um, now that Putin sees the value of this person, um, and they're saying, well, we just did a prisoner exchange with them. That was months in the making, way, way, way before uh, he invaded Ukraine. Now, now he's going to tie everything to this one person. He's going to say no more high Mars missile systems to Ukraine. Um, uh, make uh, don't, don't don't let Finland into NATO. I mean, whatever. You, you know, I'm I'm sorry that she had forbidden essences, but it should be simply on those terms. Just um, you know, we we need a lawyer. But their justice system is is like our federal system. You know, ninety nine percent of the people that go to trial get convicted because the feds don't take it to trial unless they have a, a airtight case of forbidden essences. Anyway, uh, back in a second, AM seven seventy KTTH. AM 770 KTTH, for instance, here on uh, your Wednesday morning. Well, now that the uh, Pac-12 is not the Pac-10 again, just pack it in. Uh, by the way, the the, the Pac-10 uh, yesterday announced, by the way, it's a uh, athletic conference within the NCAA. And the NCAA now is the Big 12. And I mean, just drop the twelve. It's called the Big Twenty Eight or whatever it's it's going to be. Um. So the 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 growth of that conference now the departure of the two teams in the largest media market in the conference to the Big Twelve and USC and UCLA means that the, what's left of the Pac twelve is gone. Done done deal. And just minutes before they announced the, uh, that they actually think that uh, they can negotiate for for media attention so the 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 former Pac-12 is now going to be the the NHL of college sports they're going to be paying you to to be on um uh, apparently we're losing Utah, Colorado, Arizona and Arizona State to to the Big 12 so <clears throat> there's that it it really is a question of where what are the Oregon and Washington schools land? Doesn't that make you sad as it a WSU grad? I think it sucks. It 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 does. You know the the entire realignment thing uh, that the uh, Southeast Conference is doing, and, and it's funny because uh, there, there's never going to be a West Coast national championship in my lifetime. Um, From here on out, no. It's may actually USC might. But they're not going to be in the conference that I'm going to be watching. So there's going to be no more Huskies in the Rose Bowl, no more Cougars uh, at, at uh, the Coliseum, you know, none, none of that national spotlight ever again. Um, without those two teams in the Pac-12, no one's saying this, but the what's left of the Pac-12 is irrelevant, absolutely irrelevant, because nobody watch it. ABC might have a 1 p.m. kickoff at Husky Stadium, but it's re- it's not shown east of the Rockies. And they certainly are not going to Pullman. Um, and uh, so, somebody, and, and anyway, the, it was the, fun. <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. But no, we're bucking, what, in some cases over 100 years of tradition here with this great realignment that's going on in college football. And I'm still unclear as to what the impetus for this is. It's the money. Well, yes, just but 
it, wouldn't that be a motivating factor in the past? Why now, necessarily? I, I think the and, and also, by the way, I think the Pac-12 has done a very inept job of marketing itself. It's hard, you know. There's a network. It's not on most cable systems. True. Um, they they was, did this it, to themselves. It's been very hard for me to find Pac-12 games. Yeah. Anywhere the past couple of years, I had to get some weird app and then login credentials, and it was always a pain to try to find the games. Other uh, conferences, though, so easy. Yeah. So widely available all across my streaming networks. And uh, you know, if you know, if you're looking for a finger to point, you know, point it at the conference. They they did this uh, to, to themselves. Um, and I mean, the, the natural alignment on the West Coast is that, you know, the Cougs should play Cal and Stanford should be at Montlake, you know, and, and the whole thing. Um, but that's uh, yeah, realigning. It's, it's changed what it is. I fear it. How running is, what's the verb here? How, how much is, uh, Gavin Newsom running for president right now? What do you think the exit strategy is? Does, does, does Biden re- resign for health reasons after the, <laughs> the bloodbath in November, after the, the midterms? No, but things aren't going well in the Biden camp. There's a number of reports coming out of people that don't want to go on the record, but that are unhappy Democrats, uh, given the state of things in the country and the prospects of Biden running again. There isn't great Democrat fervor for this president <laughs> looking for a second term. No, and the number one argument for him not resigning midterm is Kamala Harris is that she would be unelectable anyway as it is if she was running on her own um even with people covering for for veep she would be a horrible uh president for a year and a half or, or two years but I, I gotta tell you um there there's uh what there's a guy who spent money in Florida over the weekend who's from the opposite side of the country and you don't do this unless you're running for president and I don't mean in, in six years, but I mean in two years. And that somebody, and there, there's a war of words going on, Florida and California, between Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom spent money in Florida uh, over the weekend. Now, you, you tell me, what's the purpose of this? If this is not a presidential campaign ad, then I, I don't know what it is. It's Independence Day. So let's talk about what's going on in America. Freedom, it's under attack in your state. Your Republican leaders, they're banning books, making it harder to vote, restricting speech in classrooms, even criminalizing women and doctors. I urge all of you living in Florida to join the fight or join us in California, where we still believe in freedom, freedom of speech, freedom to choose, freedom from hate, and the freedom to love. Don't let them take your freedom. Paid for by Newsom for California Governor 2022. Yeah, I'm just an old country boy. It, it's <laughs> I in, love the guitar. It's insulting. His cell, his cell is join us in California. It's like, dude, you're hemorrhaging citizens and, and taxpayers. To join the fight or join us in California. Oh my God! So if if this is not a presidential campaign ad, I, I don't know what it is. It is a real bummer that we are criminalizing women, though. It I, is. That's going to be news to my wife. It's against <laughs> the law, honey. To be a woman in America. This, this is, here's, here's the crazy thing about Kamala Harris, about anyone from the hothouse, the, the, the nursery that, that is California politics is they have no idea how they sound in the rest of the country. They have no idea how crazy they seem. None. And, and, it, you know, Kamala thinks she's a normal person and Gavin thinks he's just a politician. They have, 
no idea what the track record looks like to the rest of the country. Um, n- none. And but but so anyway, it I reminds mean, me of that. Uh, what is it? The Steve Buscemi meme where he's got the hello, hello fellow, fellow kids. kids. <laughs> it's like, hello, uh, middle America. Music this fan. Is Gavin Newsom here. I, for one, enjoy rolling around uh, the, the, the bushes. <laughs> I remember John, when, when John, John Kerry was trying to sound all country. And he said, well, I, I remember rolling around the bushes with a shotgun out, out there for a deer, you know, or whatever. And so, was he using slugs? Or, uh, but um, uh, no, same, same with uh, Gavin. Well, wealthy guy, grew up wealthy, a, a de facto Getty family member. And, and th- this guy's going to go to Iowa. Really? Um, and uh, it, 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 this is not cheap. You know, t- uh, Florida is a major media market. And I'm I'm saying I'm saying the obvious out loud, uh, uh, Uncle Joe. Uh, do you do you see him finishing out this term? Even I do his first term. Uh, now whether or not he runs again, I think that's in jeopardy at this point for sure. But I do think he finishes out the term. Um. All right, we'll be back uh, next hour. Washington State Patrol wants your help. Uh, if you witnessed a deadly rollover up in Shoreline. Uh, also, uh, Seattle uh, enrollment, future enrollment uh, in Seattle schools, public schools, absolutely cratering. Why is that? Uh, but uh, you're, if, you, if you're a Seattle taxpayer, guess what? You're going to pay more. You, see, this is their reasoning. With, with fewer students and the full employment policy of Seattle schools, you, you have to pay more money, you understand. So uh, there you go. Plus, these electronics. Sure, Archie. Uh, back next hour, AM 770 KTTH. Uh, Brian Sutero.